This week's parsha begins by Yishlach Yaakov Melachim. Yaakov sends angels to his brother Esav to deliver a message. I have lived in Lovan's house and I have lingered until now. Rashi questions the anomalous word Garti. He says, Garti, when anagrammed, implies Taryak. Yaakov's message was that even though I lived in Lovan's house with Taryak mitzvah shumarti, I still observed all of the Taryak mitzvahs, the 613 commandments of the Torah. That was message number one. And message number two was, I did not emulate Lovan's evil ways. So Rashi's explanation seems repetitive. If Yaakov observed the 613 mitzvahs, then obviously he was not influenced from Lovan's wicked ways. So why was it necessary for Rashi to say, So the Chafetz Chaim offers a fascinating explanation on Rashi's seeming redundancy. He says, When Yaakov said, Yaakov was lamenting why he didn't learn from Lovan's evil deeds. What Yaakov meant to say was, that Lovan was much more adept at his trade of trickery and deception than he was at his trade of emes and servitude. Yaakov said, I should have learned from Lovan's professional craft of trickery and used it to do mass and toivim. I could have used those deceitful tactics and used it to trick people into doing good deeds for them. So in essence, Yaakov was saying, although the Tariag mitzvah shemarti, even though I observed all of the Tariag mitzvahs, however, I regret I didn't learn from love and to utilize those nefarious and deceptive practices to be kind and benevolent to people. So how does one go about tricking people for the recipient's benefit? So we find a very strange Gemara, Mesechtes Psachem. The Gemara says, If someone says, I'm donating a hundred dollars to Tzedakah, and as a result of this chos, my son shall have her for Shalema. Says the Gemara, This donor is a completely righteous person. So on the surface, this Gemara is very difficult to understand. Why is this person coined the Tzadik Gomer? We would think quite on the contrary, because it appears that this person has ulterior motives. He was inspired to give tzedakah only because he finds himself in a crisis. Like the Gemara says, his son is not well. His generosity is not at all with altruistic intentions. So why does the Gemara call him a Tzadik Gomer? But according to what we just said from the Chafetz Chaim, we can now understand the Gemara. The Gemara wants to teach us a trick, a scheme, on how to use deception to be kind and compassionate to others. And this is how we should read the Gemara. Ha'oimer, if someone goes over to a needy person and he wants to preserve the respect and dignity of that impoverished person, so he approaches him and he tells him, Sell a daka. Please do me a favor. My son is not well. Please take this donation. So that it will be a schus for my son that he will live. So in essence, in the mind of the Ani, this man that is making the request is not the giver here. He's not giving him a donation. Quite on the contrary. He's ostensibly the taker. By the virtue of the fact that the Ani is granting him his wish and taking the donation from him so that his son will live. So the poor person feels that he is doing the wealthy person the biggest favor by taking his donation. He turned the tables on him. The Ani now feels that he is the giver and the wealthy person is the taker. The Gemara emphasizes the word Oimer, He's just saying, I'm giving you tzedakah so that my son shall live. But in truth, it could very well be that he doesn't even have a son or his son is alive and well. 
He's using trickery in order to preserve the dignity of this poor person, who otherwise might have been embarrassed to take tzedakah from him. Says the Gemara, if he does it in such a manner, then he is a tzaddik Gomer, a completely righteous tzaddik. So here's an example of using deception in an altruistic way. It is said that in 1927, when Solomon Angel founded the famous Angel's Bakery in Eitz Yisrael, he instructed his bakers to deliberately bake misshapen chalas and breads. And he told his people behind the counter that when a poor person walks into the store, to tell them to take those deformed breads for free. Tell them, we can't sell those chalas anyways. You're doing us a great favor by taking them off our hands. And by doing that, they won't feel impoverished. That is how we use Lovin's deceitful tactics to enhance our void Hashem. Learning from the other nations of the world to enhance our servitude to Hashem. And now we know. Have a wonderful day.